Welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, real estate professionals, and other entrepreneurs to increase their revenue, grow their business valuation, and help them build a platform of services for homeowners across the country. We think every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind for their health, indoor living, and longevity, all for less than a dollar a day. Also, I love forming relationships. Add me on Facebook or LinkedIn today and let's connect. Oh, and stick around to the end of this episode. We'll reveal how you or someone you know can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Here we go. What is going on, everybody? Hope everybody's having a wonderful week. Welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan, and this is episode number 56. Uh, We've got a a great show lined up for you today. You know us. We don't waste any time around here, so we're going to kind of just jump into the discussion and introduce our guest. Uh, He's he's actually out of Texas. Um, He is the CEO and founder of FRS Credit. Um, he is also the author of the Consumer's Guide to Credit Restoration. He's Mr. Sean Lane. Sean, how are you doing today? Arthur, I am doing great. Uh, appreciate uh, you inviting me uh, on your show. It's a pleasure, man. I appreciate you being on. And we already talked about your your cool background. Um, those listening aren't seeing it, but he's got some mountain mountain action going back there. But Sean, um, let's start off. Let's talk. I want to, you know, get your story introduced. So tell uh, the audience a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we founded, you know, this company in 2013, um, you know, and, you know, essentially what we do is we help people improve their personal credit. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people struggle in that area. And uh, so we want to be a solution for that. But, you know, it's kind of a long process on how I actually got into this uh, into this business. Um, uh, you know, we've been in the telecommunications business since probably 1990. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, just over the years, uh, technology killed our our credit our uh, our telecom business, you know, we sold international minutes and international phone cards and, and that type of thing. And, uh, uh, so in 2013, as margins were being depleted out of our other businesses, when we decided to start this, but, uh, you know, it's not something that's new to me because, uh, way back in the day, you know, I'm 58 years old. And so, uh, back in the day in the late eighties, when I met my wife, and by the way, we've been married for 36 years. And so, uh, you know, we've been together a long time. But when I met her and we started getting serious, I had to share with her, uh, you know, just the truth about about my situation, you know, that I was a financial disaster. I had terrible credit. Back then, if you could fog a mirror, they gave you a credit card. And, uh, you know, much like today, there's not a lot of education about consumer credit and the things you need to do to have good credit. And so uh, I made all the classic mistakes when I was young. And, uh, you know, uh, when I met my wife, you know, that's a significant life event, right? Planning to get married. Uh, and so it was time for me to tell her, hey, I got to get this under control. And so she helped me, you know, uh, get budget, you know, get on a budget and 
and, you know, get my financial house in order. And then I went back and settled some of my debts and things like that. But I realized it didn't help my credit, even though I did the right thing, you know, by, uh, by, by settling those debts. And so I set out to understand this thing I had heard on the radio called credit repair. So um, I went to the library because we didn't have the internet back then, believe it or not. And I checked out a book on the Fair Credit Reporting Act. And that is the act or the law that governs credit reporting. And so I studied that law and I wrote a book in 1992. It was a self-published book called The Consumer's Guide to Credit Restoration. And, uh, you know, so I, I attempted to market that book. Again, it was a self-published book and uh, uh, I didn't have the internet to lean on. And so I used the old traditional methods of trying to market it, but, uh, you know, never really did anything with it other than, you know, uh, help a family member or a friend here and there over the years improve their credit because we had a, you know, a thriving telecom company. And uh, as I mentioned, as, as things started, you know, um, dying, that, that business of ours started dying a slow death. Uh, it was in 2013 when I decided, you know, let's start a credit repair company. You know, a lot of people need help with this. And, you know, it's funny because sometimes in life we go through a, a trial or something and we don't really understand why until much later. And, you know, today I know that I am supposed to do this. I'm very passionate about personal credit, uh, the challenges that low credit scores bring on people's lives and, uh, you know, want to help people dig out of that. Yeah. Well, and it's like you said, it's such an important part of, you know, not only personal lives, our family lives, uh, but our business lives as well. And uh, it, it really is something that is also misunderstood. Um, and, and with you being, you know, building this business, building what you've been doing for a while now and, and, and also recognizing, I mean, you had to leave an industry, the telecom industry and, and kind of get out of something that was not going in the, the right direction and getting into something that, that is. And so, um, I wanted to ask you, what are some common kind of misconceptions about credit and credit repair? Yeah. So, um, you know, credit repair, uh, a lot of, a lot, one of the misconceptions is credit repair is a scam, right? And uh, uh, I, like many industries, there are scammers in my industry, but, um, you know, in credit repair, there's really three things we do. And the first is uh, trying to legally leverage the bad things the derogatory things off of a credit report, you know, whether that's a late payment, a collection account, a charge off, whatever that is. And that is because the Fair Credit Reporting Act says that whatever is on our credit report must be accurate. It must be verifiable by the company that reported it. It has to be complete, meaning it can't be missing data. Um, it has to be timely and it has to be Metro 2 compliant and, and a number of other things. And so, uh, you know, what we do is we work to legally leverage the bad stuff off of the credit you know, report. Um, but we don't stop there because just as important as getting bad things off, we have to put good things on the credit report. And so we help people build positive credit. We help them get their credit profile set up in a way where they can get approved for loans, you know, they're fundable. 
And, um, and so we help them build positive credit. But one of the most important things we do, the third thing is we educate them about how consumer credit works, how uh, credit reporting works, and then also almost most important is how credit scores are calculated and the things that you can do to keep your credit strong into the future. So when a client comes to us and we help them do that, what we want to do is set them on their way for success you know, down the road, because I've learned that there's two things that can help everybody's credit. You know, if you did nothing, if you didn't hire a credit repair company, if you didn't do anything to try to get the bad stuff off, that stuff is eventually going to age off of your credit report. And, you know, most cases in seven years, it's going to drop off the back end. But without education, I find that consumers tend to make the same mistakes over and over again, which keeps them in a state of perpetual credit. So the education side of what we do is very important, you know, almost more important than the repair side. Yeah. Well, and that goes to say, it goes without saying for just about everything. Um, I mean, across all business, all industries, there's, there's education problems with a lot of things and credit is probably at the top of the list where if you're, yeah. if you're either misinformed or just not informed at all, it's going to make things a lot more difficult. <laughs> so uh, yeah. it's, it's good at what you're doing and how much of an impact you're making on people and their businesses. Um, and that's another question too, kind of, you know, because we are the home service, small business spotlight, we focus on small businesses, but, but for those business owners, they need to do certain things with their personal credit in order to um, impact the business credit. So maybe can you name maybe a couple of key things that um, that people can do with their credit or, you know, to impact their credit positively for their for their small businesses? Yeah. So, um, you know, we also help businesses build and establish their business credit separate and apart from their their personal credit. So it's built on their employer identification number, their tax ID. It's the only legal way you can have a second or third credit profile is building business credit. And there's a strategy to that. But that's not the primary focus of what we do. You know, we help people with their personal credit. Um, and, you know, uh, to have good personal credit, you know, uh, there there's some minimum things you need. Okay, so obviously, number one is we got to pay our bills on time. You know, we can't be 30 days late. Um, and so that's probably the biggest impact to our credit is that payment history portion, you know, which is worth 35% of our credit score. This is why, you know, if you accidentally pay something 30 days late, your credit score is going to drop like 100 points. So, you know, the number one thing we got to do is we got to pay stuff on time. Don't let anything be 30 days late. You know, if you're a couple of days late, it's not going to impact your credit because the Fair Credit Reporting Act says the lender cannot report you late until you're 30 days late. So that's number one. But number two, the, the next big area is, is the debt portion of our credit report. And that debt portion is worth 30%. And that portion is heavily influenced by revolving debt, which is credit cards. Okay. And so, you know, on your credit profile, you can have a lot of installment debt, meaning car loans, student loans, you know, mortgages, 
and you can still score very, very high. But it's when you carry a lot of credit card debt, that is when it significantly impacts your credit score. Um, as much as 165 points up or, or up or down, depending on what you're doing with your credit cards. And so, you know, swing. what you want to do, <laughs> yeah, you want to have, uh, you want to have credit cards, but you have to keep your balances, you know, low, you know, you, ideally you want to keep your balance to credit limit ratio below 10%. So what that means is if you have a $10,000 credit limit, you don't ever want that credit card to report more than the thousand dollar balance. I mean, more than a yeah. If you have a, a ten thousand dollar credit limit, you don't want that credit report to ever report more than a thousand dollar balance because, you know, for every ten percent of your credit limits that you're utilizing, which they call your utilization. A lot of people have heard the term utilization. It's it's mm -hmm. essentially it's the balance to credit limit ratio. So. Uh, uh, you know, that that ratio um, to score highest would you want that below 10 percent. And, you know, for every 10 percent you're utilized, it's costing you more or less 10 credit score points. Now, it's going to be different for everybody's credit profile. Um, but generally speaking, as a rule of thumb, if you're maxed out on your credit card, it's probably costing you 100 points. So paying those credit cards down is the number one thing we can do to improve our credit score beyond, you know, paying things on time. One of the mistakes business owners make is building their business on the back of their personal credit. And this is where building business credit comes uh, a, a, as a very strategic move because, um, you know, when you, when you take out vehicle loans and then you have personal credit cards and you're blowing and going and growing your business you know all of those things are impacting you personally right because uh, uh you know you might have several vehicle loans personally that are business vehicle loans um and that impacts your debt to income so you know when you go it's not impacting your credit score as much as it's impacting your debt to income so when you go try to qualify for something like a mortgage You've got all of these monthly payments on there um, that could impact your debt to income. But the other side is credit cards. You know, people will will grow their business, put things on credit cards. And when they do that, it's driving up their utilization and it's impacting their personal credit score. So businesses should begin to separate their business and their personal credit. Um, you know, by by building business credit and doing those things in the business as opposed to personally, because it's going to help your personal credit score. And then if things go bad, you know, let's say the business fails, um, it won't hurt you individually or personally as much, you know, if that stuff is in the business name. Yeah, well, and that's so much good information that people need to hear. Uh, just overall about about their personal credit, the way that or the lack of it not affecting um, their their business maybe as much as they think it does. But those major point swings, the you know the the it can make or break companies. You know I've seen it time and time again. And you need to have you need to have that borrowing power. You need to have that position. And so a lot of good information, Sean. Um, I wanted to to talk too about you're you're a family man. Um, 
you were also, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I, I've mentioned it maybe a couple other on a couple other episodes, but uh, you're in a group that we're in together. It's called Apex. It's a business network group um, where we we really kind of share mindset. It's uh, Ryan Stuman leads it, but we we've, we've uh, share a lot of good philosophies. Um, and those are things that, you know, people need those kind of relationships as they're growing businesses, as they're trying to lead people, be successful. So you personally if you would you share Sean with us maybe a couple of philosophies that you have um, implemented yourself to help you grow to, to to the success that you've reached? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, you know, I think uh, you know one of the things we all need is we all need discipline in our lives. You know, and there's lots of ways to to get there. Um, you know, a lot of people have heard of seventy five hard. You know, um, that's on my to-do list. That's a tough uh, one, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I haven't, I haven't attempted that yet, but I have gleaned some things from the 75 hard program. Um, you know, um, the power list is one of the things that, uh, Andy Frisella talks about. Right. And so, uh, on a daily basis, I write down five things, critical tasks that I need to do that day to move my business forward. Because like all of us, our to-do list is major. Right. And uh, sometimes it's the it's the squeaky wheel gets to grease. And so if we're not proactive and diligent in what's what are the things I need to do today, you know, to move my business or my personal life forward. I need to get those written down and make sure I complete those five things, um, you know, each and every day. Um, and so that might be, you know, um, making a social media post or two. You know, that might be, uh, you know, a, a good referral partner for me as a lender, right? So it might be making five calls to lenders, you know, each and every day. But, I, you know, I've got to write that stuff down and, uh, it, it, you know, otherwise it's not going to happen. And I have to be diligent about going after those things. Um, yeah, think, you know, uh, another yeah. one. Yeah, another one is, uh, you know, getting up early, right? Um, getting up before the phone's ringing, you know, before the sun comes up, because, I can knock out some of the things that I need to do in the morning a lot easier than, you know, later on in the day, such as going to the gym, right. And working out, um, you know, um, doing my, uh, you know, my personal development reading, you know, spending some time reading every morning, um, you know, and, and especially if you have small kids, I mean, my kids are old and they're all, you know, grown and have kids of their own, um, but, you know, when you've got young kids around, you, you got to get things done early before the rest of the house wakes up. And so, you know, getting up early is something that's really changed my, you know, uh, changed my life and changed my business. That's awesome. And I think this, it's it's kind of uh, easier said than done. But when you make yourself do those things, uh, which you've been doing for years now, you see the results and I appreciate you sharing that, Sean. Um, I wanted to also ask a little on your maybe of your insight. What are uh, what are some things maybe that you foresee happening, not just in you know the way credit is assessed, but just in kind of across the business um, spectrum in general, maybe that uh, some small business owners that are listening, maybe it's something that they should just keep in mind or be looking forward, looking out for. Um, over the next five to 10 years, you know, because they're trying to expand, they're trying to do things the right way. What are a few things maybe they can they can look for or think about as the as the years move on? 
I mean, I think one of the main things we all need is access to capital. Um, and we need that when we when we don't need it. We need to have the access to that. So when things happen, you know, we need to pull the trigger on some new marketing campaign or, you know, to invest in our business and buy something. Um, you know, we need to we need to have access to capital. And so um, that, you know, that requires uh, doing some things on the front end, right? Uh, making sure your credit's good, building your business credit, um, not waiting until you're in a spot where, um, you know, you you need it and maybe you're not in a, you know, in a, in a good position to be able to qualify for it. We need to do those things now. Well, you know, and I am gonna go back to credit on this. One of the primary things that people need to do is they need to monitor their personal credit. Now, a lot of us get a credit score alert from our credit card or a bank or our bank, you know, that tells us every month what our credit score is. But that is very limited information. And it's only telling us our credit score on one of the three credit bureaus. And so, you know, I believe people need to be monitoring their credit real time. There's lots of credit monitoring companies out there that are good but you need to monitor all three credit bureaus because in the world that we live in today with identity theft and data breaches and, you know, how things slip through, uh, you know, and, and, and go to collections, you know, medical things and all that, just because we had great credit the last time we applied for something doesn't mean that we still do. There could be something on the credit report. And so if you have credit monitoring, you're keeping up with that, you're going to get an alert if something changes, if there's a credit application in your name, if, you know, some scammer has your social and he's opening up accounts, um, you know, by monitoring your credit and getting these alerts, maybe you forgot to pay something and it went 30 days late. You know about that. You can try to get that deleted. You can try to get it corrected. You can be proactive with your credit prior to the need to buy the next vehicle or the need to buy the next home or the need to, to get some business financing, right? So we need to be proactive with our credit. Absolutely. That just makes sense. Um, I think everybody needs to let the light bulb go off a little bit and, and think about that moving forward if you already aren't. Um, Sean, can you tell everybody where to find you? What's your website and how how can they reach you on the social, are you on social media, LinkedIn, all those platforms? Yeah, so uh, my website for the business is frscredit.com. So it's Financial Renovation Solutions. So it's that acronym, frscredit.com. <clears throat> on, uh, on the website, um, you know, they, there's a link where somebody, if they just want to know what their credit is looking like, they can, they can go and pull a, a credit monitoring credit report. It's going to cost them a dollar. If they want us to look at it, we'd be happy to look at it with them. Um, and then also on there is the ability to schedule a call with myself or one of my uh, credit experts that work for me. Um, so that's, you know, one of the best ways to, to reach me. Um, obviously, they can, you know, reach me through my, my social stuff. Um, you know, on the business side, it's at FRS Credit, right? So Instagram, LinkedIn, um, you know, uh, Facebook is at FRS Credit. Okay, perfect. 
Um, okay. And before we get done, I, I always kind of like to just ask a fun question, but I, you, you mentioned you're out of the young kid stage. Now your kids are grown, but I did notice, I think somewhere there's a picture or two of you, you got the grandkids. So tell us how many grandkids you have and, and how you like to spend your time with them. Yeah. So we've got five grandkids. So my oldest, uh, she is 33 and she lives in Virginia. She met a guy from Richmond, Virginia at college and they moved away, but she has three boys. Um, and then my, my middle son and his wife live here in McKinney, kind of near us. And they have a boy and then a baby, a baby girl. So I've got five grandkids. Um, you know, we travel to Virginia often to go see them, you know, to, to see our Virginia. We want to make the effort to be a part of our grandkids' lives. And so we tend to travel to Virginia every six to 10 weeks, um, you know, to see them. Um, obviously, we get to see our grandkids that are here in McKinney all the time. Um, but, you know, I like to say that if I had known grandkid was going to be, you know, having grandkids was going to be so great, I would have had those grandkids first. You know, um, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to to have grandkids that you can, uh, uh, you know, I feel like I was a good dad growing up, right? Uh, with, when my kids were growing up, I felt like I was a really good dad, but I was a busy dad. I spent, you know, a lot of time at the office and, and that type of thing. And so with grandkids now, I don't want to miss anything. If If we're with them, I am not going to make the same mistake I made back when my kids were young. Right. I, I like to be all in, you know, especially when we go to Virginia, it's just a couple of days and I try to, you know, as much as I can set the work aside so I can be present in that situation with, you know, with those kids. I love that. I love that. And that, May, it reminds me so much of my situation because the grandparents do the spoiling and then I feel like I'm daddy drill sergeant, you know, but that with that's just the way it is. We've got to do the yeah. discipline part. Now you get to have the fun. So, <laughs> well, that's absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. We, we, we get to give them back. You know, we spoil them, give them sweets, and then we get to give them back to, to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Give them back when they're all hyper, they're full of sugar. We get to, then the parents take over from there, right? <laughs> but that's Absolutely. what that's what it's about. And I'm I'm really uh glad to hear that you have, you know, your grandkids. Obviously, you probably wish they were all close to you, but at least some of them are. And um, thanks for sharing that, Sean. And and once again, man, I really just really appreciate you being on the show. Um, he's Sean Lane. That's S-H-A-W-N, Sean. Sean Lane. Um, he is the CEO and the co-founder of FRS Credit. You can go to his website, frscredit.com. Uh, you can find him on LinkedIn and social media, as he mentioned. Um, he also authored a book a while back, The Consumer's Guide to Credit Restoration. And Sean, like I said, I'm very, very honored to have you on, man. This has been a great pleasure. Well, I appreciate you, uh, you having me as a guest. As I mentioned to you before, I love to talk about credit. I think credit is so very important. I, you know, I like to call your credit score, it's your adult GPA, it's your grade point average. So many things we do financially have a credit score component to it. So, uh, uh, you know, I appreciate you uh, you having me on as a guest. It's been fun. Absolutely. And um, we need, we'll talk again for sure. And Sean, um, 
Yeah. Everybody reach out to Sean. If you need credit advice, credit information, it's very, very important and vital, whether it's your personal credit or, you know, your business credit, he'll chat about that as well. He's Sean Lane. He's out of Texas and uh, he's been our guest today on the home service, small business spotlight. Appreciate everybody tuning in and we will catch y'all next time. Arthur Yon here. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSP Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.